Well, good morning. Praise the Lord. We are back here at 7 a.m. for a fresh wind from the Lord. Lord, speak to us this morning. Speak to us this morning, God, and give us a fresh wind. Appreciate everybody this morning that are tuning in at 7 a.m. for a fresh wind. It's Monday. Ooh. Lord, 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 Lord Jesus, it's Monday. Let's get ourselves together on this Monday morning. And um, I just want to say I thank God for just the many different levels of devotion. And there's many different things that we can read and different things that are out there that we have our devotional time. And I say to you, listen, if, if Fresh Wind is your devotion time, then praise the Lord. I hope and pray that this uh, this time is here to be a blessing to you as it is a blessing to myself at times. And many times as I'm sharing with you, the Lord is ministering to me. And I said, Lord, speak. Holy Ghost, speak. I said, oh, my goodness. But anyway, I want to continue. I think on Thursday I talk about staying focused. And I'm going to talk about just a little bit of that, a little bit more about staying focused just a little bit more but this is going to derive from a book I have been reading and um, I read it uh, a, many, a few years ago and sometimes I pick it back up every once in a while to look at some notes and I don't highlight all over the book and one thing I love about certain books that we read and especially the word of God you can read something in 2002 read it again in 2012 and you get a whole different perspective from 2002 Read it again in 2012 and then read it again later in 2022, which is a span of what, 20 years. And you say, oh, my goodness, I read this thing 20 years ago and, and I read this thing 10 years ago. And it could be the same sentence or the same scripture, or the same line. And you can get a different perspective from it because it all depends on where you are in life and where you are in God. So there is a book that was written uh, many years ago called The Purpose Driven Life. And uh, there's a lot of things I pulled out of the book that have blessed me. And, and again, uh, we're going to talk about staying focused. And I want to encourage you guys to stay focused on Christ, stay focused on God. And there's a lot of things I can share about this book. And, you know, we may do a book club one day. That sounds like something we could do. We should do a book club one day. Maybe we should read this book, do a 40-day consecration and read this book and have discussions each day or each week about it. But there's a segment in the book that talks about focusing our lives on God's full purpose for us, focusing our lives on God's full purpose for us. There's a part of it that, that talks about focusing our lives on God's full purpose for us. And this is a part of my excerpt because it's not really a part of the um, the main chapters, if you go through the book, they say, well, where's that at in the book? But this is a part that I pulled out, focusing our lives on God's purpose and his full purpose for us. Because I pulled out, a, I did a teaching on this a long time ago about God's purpose. And this book really blessed me to pull out some things that the Lord gave me my own interpretation from. But I want to share with you this morning to let you know without God, life has no purpose. Without God, life has no purpose. Without purpose, life has no meaning. And without meaning, life has no significance or hope. I'll say that again. Without God, life has no purpose. Without purpose, life has no meaning. 
without meaning life has no significance or hope there's a passage in the book of purpose driven life written by rick warren he says here in this particular passage many people are like gyroscopes spinning around at a frantic pace but never going anywhere <laughs> without a clear purpose you will keep changing directions jobs relationships churches or other externals hoping listen here hoping that each change will settle the confusion or fill the emptiness in your heart y'all hear me without focus without 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 purpose without a clear purpose you will keep changing directions listen it's important y'all to have a clear purpose and sometimes we don't have to have it all figured out but we need to have something figured out in our lives are y'all hearing me this morning and so without a clear purpose you'll keep changing directions Without a clear purpose, you'll keep changing jobs, you'll keep changing relationships, churches, or other externals, hoping, hoping that each change will finally settle the confusion or fill the emptiness in your heart. And many times we say, maybe this time will be different, but it never solves the problem. I want you to know, guys, that it's so important to stay focused. It's so important when you when you focus on one thing and you focus on on, on a specific thing in your life and you stay focused. I want you to understand the, the importance of focus and listen to this. The power of focusing can be seen in light. Listen here. Diffuse light has little power or impact. Diffuse light. It has little power, has little power or impact, but you can concentrate its energy by focusing on it. Think about that. With a magnifying glass, the rays of the sun can be focused to set grass or paper on fire. If you don't believe me, look it up on YouTube. I don't want to advise you to try it yourself. You're not going to blame me saying the founder of Sound Gospel Radio told me to get a magnifying glass. Go outside and focus the sun at the right moment. And the sun is shining down on the magnifying glass. And now the grass is on fire and everything else is on fire. No, don't blame me, but you can check it out on YouTube. So with a magnifying glass, the rays of the sun can be focused to set grass or paper on fire when light is focused even more as a laser beam it can do what y'all it can cut through steel steel when light is shaba. when life is when light l-i-g-h-t is focused it can even cut through steel like a laser beam there is nothing quite as potent as a focused life. Are you hearing me? We need to have a focused life. The men and women who have made the great difference in history, 
They were the most focused. You may say, I want to be a trailblazer. I want to be a, a life changer. But guess what? If, if you were that man or that woman, the, guess what? Look at your people from the past. The men and women who have made the greatest difference in history, they were the most focused. For instance, the Apostle Paul almost single-handedly spread Christianity throughout the Roman Empire. And guess what, y'all? His secret was a focused life. He said, I am focusing all of my energies on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. And I know that is found in Philippians chapter three, around verse 13 and 14. So it's important that we have a focused life. When we are focused, we are stronger than what we think we are. And I want to share with you today, people of God, when you're trying to move in God's purpose, you have to have a submitted heart. When you want to be in God's purpose and you want to be focused and doing what the Lord has called you to do, you have to have a submitted heart. Because I always said to myself, I said, wait a minute. I found out as I got older, I thought the Holy Ghost was powerful, and yes it is. The Holy Ghost is strong, and the Holy Ghost is powerful, and the power of God is amazing. But I've learned here on earth, there is one thing that can override the Holy Ghost in my life. And guess what that is? That's my will. People of God, you could be filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking with all fluent tongues. You could have tongues, I mean, from all over the world, tongues from heaven. I mean, you could speak with the ro-ro-ro and the da-da-da and all the good stuff that God, and you could have power. I mean, power where you just snap your finger and the person wakes up from the dead. I mean, you could have all these things and still get to a place where you say, you know what, I don't want to be used by the Holy Ghost today. And you can let your own will, your own flesh, override the Holy Ghost. But when you're trying to move in God's purpose, you have to have a submitted heart. You have to have a submitted heart. When you're trying to move in God's purpose, you have to have a submitted heart. I want to say this to you. We would rather talk about winning, succeeding, overcoming, and conquering rather than yielding, submitting, obeying, and surrendering. But guess what? Surrendering to God is the heart of worship. Surrendering to God is the heart of worship. I'll say it again. We would rather talk about winning, succeeding, overcoming, and conquering, but we don't want to talk about yielding. We don't want to talk about submitting. And this is for the men as well as the women. I know we always talk about the women need to submit. No men, we don't want to talk about submitting. We don't want to talk about obeying. And we don't want to talk about surrendering. There's some things I have talked to people. I have, I counsel a lot of people and they come to me and wondering why they're still stuck in the same situation. And elder, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how. And I keep telling them the only way you're going to get out of this thing is when you decided that you had enough. 
But how do I do that? Getting over yourself. There is things, guys, and people of God, that we continue to hold in and we don't let go and we're wondering why God is not totally Lord of our life because we're giving him 90%. Some of us are giving him 50, some are giving 70, others are giving 90, some people are giving 99 and still wondering why that one little thing is not working right because he wants you to totally surrender to him. That's why I said earlier at 6 a.m., prayer to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. When you get over yourself, I have to be rough sometimes with you because I want you to understand when you get over yourself and let God have his way, oh my goodness, you will be amazed at what God will do. So I read this one last time. We, we would rather talk about winning and succeeding and overcoming and conquering instead of, instead of yielding and submitting and obeying and surrendering. But surrendering to God, it is the heart of worship. As I get ready to close, I want to share with you today, people of God, that we are not God. We do not control this world. So we have to be submitted to him. I'll say it again. We are not God. We do not control this world. So we have to be submitted to him. I'm going to read this part of this book. It says we aren't God and we never will be. We are humans. <laughs> We are not God, y'all, and we never will be. We are humans. It is when we try to be God that we end up most like Satan who desired the same thing, trying to be like God. I'll say it again. We are not God and we never will be. We are humans. And it is when we try to be God that we end up most like Satan. Oh, it, 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 old school. It's tight, but it's right. Because if we look in the scriptures, Satan wanted to be like God. He wanted people to bow down to him and to worship him and to and to adore him. And, and he wanted to be over, he wanted to be number one. Oh God, thank you for bringing things back into full circle. He wanted to be number one. And we will never be God. We are humans. And even when we get glorified and they say we'll be transitioned just like him. It didn't say that we're going to be exactly who he is. We're going to be like him because he's still going to be number one. I want to share this before I go. When we submit and when we surrender our life and our will to Christ. Just like Job, though he went through so many things. Though he went through so many situations. Hallelujah. God had a purpose and a plan for his life. And can we honestly say, God, if it's in your best interest to remove the suffering, please do so. But God, if it fulfills your purpose, that's what I want to I'm going to share that today because when we submit our wills to the Lord, sometimes when we submit, there's some things that God has set up for us that we may not like. 
And this is all about God's purpose, because again, without God, life has no purpose. And without purpose, life has no meaning. Without meaning, life has no significant hope. And we need to focus and direct our lives, our lives on God's purpose for us and the things that he has for us and focusing ourselves for him. But can we get to a place? Are we at a place? That we could be like Job and, and we say, God, if it's your best interest, please remove the suffering. But if it fulfills your purpose, I'm okay. And I'll just deal with it. Oh, Lord. That's just a food for thought today. Holy Spirit, we thank you this morning for those that are listening to Sound Gospel Radio. Father, we do want to follow your purpose. And God, sometimes when we say it, we say, for your glory, I would do anything. God, sometimes we say a lot of things that sound good. And then when the truth comes, we look back and say, oh, my goodness, what did we get ourselves into? But Lord, we ask you to continue to renew our mind. And God, when we fall in love with you, after a while, we're so in love that we don't even realize that anything is wrong. Lord, we could be walking around with sicknesses and diseases and problems and situations and devastation. And all we see is peace and love and joy and the Holy Ghost because we're so full of your spirit. We're so full of your fruits that all we see is what you see. And Father, that's where we want to get to. Let us get to a place that we're so endowed in you that in the midst of the storm and situations, while everyone else is looking at us, all they see is the problems and the devastation. But all we see is the greatness and the goodness that you have calls for us. So Father, today in this fresh wind, let us focus our lives on your purpose for us. Because without you, our lives have no purpose. Without purpose, our life has no meaning. And without meaning, our life has no hope. So Father, we thank you for Sound Gospel Radio as you're building our hope. You're transforming our lives, our lives 24-7. Father, thank you for this ministry. Thank you for this music. Thank you for God, the teachings and the preachings and the lessons that come along the way. Strengthen us and stand by us today on this Monday morning. Keep us as we move greater in you. In Jesus' name, amen. People of God, thank you for tuning in. Again, the Sound Gospel Radio, we appreciate you all. We thank you. We appreciate you. And we thank you. We appreciate you. I, I, sometimes I can't find other words because I'm so grateful that you tune in every day. You tune in every morning. You tune in throughout the day. Two o'clock in the morning, you're here. 3 a.m., 5 a.m. I tune in sometimes those early mornings. And I'm like, dang, they are still listening. So thank you for listening to Sound Gospel Radio. And yes, y'all, we're building hope. We're transforming lives 24-7. Hey, y'all. Here's some great gospel music coming. So keep it locked here at Sound Gospel Radio.